Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Pro Sulasic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. Hello, hello, beautiful people. How are you today? It's a beautiful Gold Coast day today and I'm lucky up this absolutely gorgeous weather. So I hope wherever you are, it is also a beautiful day and you're making the most of it. So I'm, I'm not sure about you, but I go through stages where I watch replays of things and it's sort of like more background noise than anything else. And my latest little phase is re-watching episodes and replays of Grey's Anatomy. I have not actually watched that show since I watched it originally 20 years ago. So I've just been like having it on in the background while I've been doing my work. And there's been some real moments in there. I tell you what, I have cried my eyes out in some episodes, but this particular episode got me thinking and I really wanted to talk about it today with you because I think it's actually something that really will ring true for you. So in this particular episode of Grey's Anatomy, if you know anything about Grey's Anatomy, you'll know Meredith Grey is a surgeon and her mother was also a surgeon and has dementia. And there's a part in the show where her mother actually becomes lucid. When her mother has this lucid state for just this short amount of time, she actually reprimands Meredith because she looks at her daughter and even though she's been out of it for five years, she says to her that she is ordinary. And she's like really yelling at her at this point in time. She's like, I never raised an ordinary child. I always raised an extraordinary child. And she just expresses her disappointment in her daughter. And it got me thinking, because as you know, I love to shout from the rooftops that being ordinary is perfectly okay. I mean, you know, I'm ordinary. That's what I love to say to people. Ordinary people like you and me are just as worthy as someone who is extraordinary. And I often believe that people think being extraordinary makes you more worthy. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not actually the case. But the people that are ordinary, you know, again, let's come back to us as just regular human beings going around in the world. Like the ordinary people are usually the doers is what I see from my own perspective. We're the people who silently are working behind the scenes and most often flying under the radar that make our worlds go around. You know, if we didn't do those ordinary things that the extraordinary people are not doing, our life would be a complete mess. (laughs) Like things would not get done. It's all the ordinary things on a daily basis that keep things going. So for example, ordinary is waking up and getting the kids ready for school, preparing lunches for the little humans that we decided to create. It's keeping people fed by cooking dinners, buying snacks and, you know, making meal plans. Ordinary is doing 10 tons of washing each week so your loved ones can look respectable when they go out in the world. Ordinary is following a household budget and paying the bills each month so you don't fall behind. 
So possibly you could go on that holiday that you've planned or maybe buy braces for your child that needs them this year. Ordinary is going to the nursing home to visit your grandmother and it's while you're there you make sure she's getting her weekly blow dry and that she has enough lipstick. That's the ordinary things. Ordinary is baking 200 cupcakes because the school fate needs them so they can buy a fridge for the classroom that your child is in. Ordinary is working a job you don't love but are grateful for so you can live a life with security. Ordinary is also getting out of bed after a rough night with the kids and still getting them breakfast and giving them lots of cuddles. Ordinary is picking up your child from work at midnight even though you need to get up at 5am the next day. Ordinary, my friends, keeps things in our world going, keeps things moving and you know functioning and allows the people that are around us and that we have in our lives to have the space to be extraordinary, if that's what they choose. Behind every extraordinary person, in my opinion, there is someone doing a lot of the everyday work. When I say extraordinary, and you know, maybe you can do this right now while you're thinking about this. Who does your mind wander to? My mind goes to people like Elon Musk, Usain Bolt, Thomas Edison, Michael Jordan, and all these guys out there that have created something that are you know potentially famous for something that they did. These people, if you have read anything about them, they are hyper-focused on these projects and making their mark. And even though I might be putting people into a box right now, but I'm going to say this anyway. These people are not doing these ordinary things so much. Again, like I'm not saying that they're being weighted on hand and foot. I know that's not the case. But a lot of the time when you're being out there and being extraordinary, you know, inventing things and being the best at what you are, there's not a lot of time for the ordinary. That stuff gets pushed aside. And so someone else has to pick up the slack, right? And usually it's your loved ones or your family members or your work colleagues. So just think about that. Like think about the people that surround you or you think of as extraordinary humans. Then let your mind expand out and who are the people that are around them? You know, when we think about famous people, like they always have an entourage of people. Famous people don't do a lot of things themselves when it comes to the ordinary things. Yes, there are people that do. I get it. Like I'm not saying that this is like a one-size-fits-all thing. You see, ordinary means with no special or distinctive features. Normal. And extraordinary means very unusual or remarkable. Okay, so yeah, they're two ends of the spectrum. But I do truly believe that it comes down to perspective. I really do. And this is why I want you to hear me on this, because if you're using your ordinary tag as something to keep you small and to make yourself feel bad, I want you to hear me out. Ordinary and extraordinary is just a perspective, because this is what I want you to know. All those ordinary things you are doing in your life, if you stopped, what would happen? Who would notice? And like, who would it affect? Just let your mind be open to see what your answers are coming up as. And this also gets me to thinking, maybe what we really think about as ordinary is actually extraordinary to different people in our life. 
You see, to your children, you are remarkable. To your spouse, you are valued. To your work colleagues, you're amazing. To your parents, you are incredible. To your friends, you're wonderful. And hot tip, they're all synonyms for extraordinary. And you might even get to decide for yourself that you're marvellous. Like, wouldn't that be a gift if we could actually think about ourselves as being marvellous, as being extraordinary, as, as being wonderful, incredible, amazing? You know, you can believe that about yourself. And if you do, please start possibly acting like you do and being the person that thinks they are absolutely amazing. And the most important part of this conversation is that extraordinary is all about perspective. I know I'm not out in the world wanting to be seen by millions of people, be famous. That's not what I'm doing. But to the people closest to me, I want them to look at me and think to themselves, wow, mum was extraordinary. My wife was fantastic. As a friend, Prue, it was beautiful. That's the things that I'm going after. And I bet you're going after too. So maybe you're thinking, why is actually all this important? And I'm going to tell you. You listen to this podcast, so I know that you want a bit of validation that everything is going to be okay in your life and that you can figure it all out and that you can have control over everything, which you do. But what I also know about you is that you do want more. You want more experiences that fill you up. You want more achievements under your belt. You want more things like whether it be a new car or a beautiful handbag or, you know, just a gorgeous outfit. Maybe it's something for your house. You also want more meaningful relationships. So you tune into these types of podcasts, including this one, to see what you can do to make these things happen in your life. Because you know that you are the change, like you are the person that can change to make this. So this is why you're listening today. And when I'm researching this topic about extraordinary and being extraordinary, I actually found out five traits of extraordinary people. And I want to share them with you because it will give you a focus. Sometimes when we don't know where to go, we actually are just floundering around, which is why I do a lot of my coaching. And it's especially why I created the Finishers Club, my digital course that it's going to be launching again soon. It's going to help you understand what you personally need to do in your self-development journey. So I'm going to read these five traits to you and we're just going to talk about them a bit. When you listen to these five attributes, I do want you to take notice of how you feel. Okay, so be in your body when you're listening and just come at it from a real like compassionate observer place as well. I don't want you to judge yourself when you're thinking about this. Oh my God, I need to fix this about myself. It's not about fixing you. It's about improving. It's about making tweaks that you want to make to be the person that you want to be. When you hear one, you might be like, oh, yeah, that's that's it. I already do that. That's fantastic. And then there are other parts that feel maybe like they're a stretch for you. So just pay attention to what your body is telling you and what you're noticing come up. And before I begin, I also want to remind you that these things are not black and white. Okay, I'm never about black and white. And I'm just going to say it. You are already extraordinary, especially for certain people in your life. We're not going after everybody thinking we're extraordinary 
But to the people that are most important to us, you are already extraordinary. And to yourself, I hope you see yourself as extraordinary already. Because this is just for yourself, to focus on what you need for you. That's it. I'm also going to give you a bit of validation here too before I begin. I know I keep waffling on. (laughs) You are also valued. You are amazing and you do a lot because I know everybody I talk to, we do a lot. You might not get this from anybody else, but you can always validate yourself. I really, truly mean that. And if you haven't already, I want you to go back and listen to episode four, where I actually talk about this. It's called Everything Else is a Bonus, where I talk about external validation as just being a bonus. So go take a listen. It's on the app, episode four. Okay, so now on to what makes extraordinary people extraordinary. And this was an article I found written by Joe Navarro and he was an ex-FBI guy and he knows body language really well and he knows traits really well. So I've actually got his book down to read on my list, but I haven't read it yet. I will link the article I found in the show notes so you can go back and see the source. I'm going to use these examples because when I was researching, I found that his thoughts really aligned with what I teach already inside my coaching practice. So I definitely concur with all his findings and love to support people to work through all of these things as well. So they're very similar to what I already teach, which is, again, why I'm sharing his idea of it being extraordinary. Okay, so the first one is self-mastery. And it's interesting, I already have a self-mastering one-on-one <laughs> coaching package, so it makes sense. Joe explains it as being your best in whatever you do through dedication, curiosity, and adaptability. It's also about knowing yourself so well emotionally, which I love to teach people, and knowing your strengths and weaknesses. So when we're talking about achieving goals, because that is what I love to talk about these days, self-mastery is is so important. And if you haven't recognized how important it is yet, you know, you will. You will figure it out. Because if you are the only one getting in your own way, which is what many people tell me all the time, then the way forward is actually to start understanding yourself a little better and then you can make the necessary changes. There's no way that you can change if you haven't got awareness about it. The second trait to being extraordinary is observation. Joe explains it as the difference between looking and observing. Observing is active, it takes effort and It uses all of your senses, okay? So you're not just seeing things. You're feeling things, you're hearing things, you're watching. And to observe is more than just looking. The example that he used was you look to make sure that you can cross the road safely. You've got a destination and that's all you're focused on. That's just looking. But when you're observing, you're seeing the whole big picture of things. And so observing is really important when it comes to being extraordinary because it takes you out of yourself I suppose observation is external it's the ability to see different perspectives and let me tell you a new perspective on certain events can change everything a good example of perspective is two people standing next to a rectangular prism if you asked person number one who is standing along the side of the rectangular prism You ask them, what shape is this? And they will most likely say it's a rectangle. Okay, 
because they're standing on one side of it. And then if you ask person two, who was standing at the end of it, if you ask them, what shape are you looking at? They would say, well, this is a square because they are standing at the end. That is a square. Both are right. And if you zoomed out and looked from the third perspective, you could actually see the true form that both is right, but also there's a bigger picture. And that's what observing is all about. If you're having trouble with perspective, ask yourself, where am I only seeing one side of this? Actually, my 13-year-old daughter asked me this question the other day. We were having a conversation (laughs) and I actually told her about maybe it's great to see a different perspective. And then a couple of days later, she actually asked me. She said, yeah, okay, I'm looking at it from a different perspective, but I'm wondering, mum, can you see it from my perspective? And I was like, hmm, possibly not. Possibly I'm only seeing it from my side. And so that's the example of, yeah, there's always a different side to something and your perspective is never just the perspective. So doing this and asking this question, so where are you only seeing one side, will actually allow you to become a better observer and then support your growth to being extraordinary. Number three is communication. Joe says, and I quote, do it right and people will adore you. Do it wrong and you will create doubt, indifference, even anger. Oh, I love this one because communication is not about perfection, but effectiveness. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Communication is not about perfection, but effectiveness. Have you ever had a moment in your life, and I'm sure you have, where you've been totally misunderstood? I know I have. It's happened recently. Have you said one thing and the message someone hears is far from what you meant? It's happened to all of us and it can be a really quite an awkward moment when this happens. In NLP, we believe the meaning of the message is the response that follows. It's one of like the rules in NLP. (laughs) So if you are not getting the response you want, maybe your communication needs to be worked on. And that's great because you can work on that. That's something that you can work on. A good example of this is how we ask people to do things for us. Have you ever asked your husband or your wife to do a job and they become defensive? I know I have. (laughs) It's happened. And, you know, it might go something like this. Hey, can you please mow the lawn? It's getting out of control. And the response that you get is, if it's so important, why don't you do it? And I know this is a silly example, but if you're getting defensive responses a lot, your communication is something to consider. And even though you can't change people, you can definitely influence them. Okay, like that is certain. You can influence people with effective communication, most definitely. So I'm going to say the rule that we have in NLP again, and that is the meaning of the message is the response that follows. So if you're getting a defensive response, then that's what the message was portraying, okay? So we have to turn it back on ourselves again. And I know, I bet you're sick of turning everything back on yourself, but that's all you can do. Because you can't change other people, you can only work on yourself. (laughs) So effective communication is how we do it and how we get different results a lot of the time. So go out and try it. Go out and just observe your own communication style and observe the responses that you are getting and see what you can change and see how you can influence people differently. Okay, number four in the trait of being extraordinary is action. And this is where it's really interesting because Joe Navarro 
explains that you have to master the previous three, self-mastery, observation and communication, before you can actually take the right action. And I totally agree. Action can be really messy, but if you want to get a certain result, you really need to have self-mastery, observation and excellent communication. Because how do you know the right actions if you don't understand yourself? And if you are not seeing the big picture and you haven't yet mastered this skill of communication, especially for goal achievement, which is the lens that I'm looking at these traits through, how do you know what are the right actions to take? So Joe explains exceptional individuals weigh out four factors when making these decisions. And just as a little side note, when you're thinking about these four decisions, put them into the context of your goal that you're working on right now okay so when you're making decisions about what actions to take to achieve your goal and these four decisions are do my actions build trust and that might be trust with other people that you're working with your goal on or trust in yourself do my actions add value is it actually going to support the goal do my actions positively influence or inspire And do my actions benefit others? Great. They are the best four questions. It's so interesting, don't you think? Because those four questions, do my actions build trust? Do my actions add value? Do my actions positively influence or inspire? And do my actions benefit others? There is little room for making it about you. Which is really interesting because I'm always saying you need to work on yourself and you need to understand yourself so well but we're not doing it because it's about us. The results are usually bigger than just individuals. And this is why I love coaching, because as much as it seems like we're working on ourselves, it's actually because we are looking at big pictures, our families, our communities, our society, and like literally the world, because having sound individuals in the world making great decisions for others will make a better world because if we're having a great life and it means we can influence someone else to have a great life too and people having great lives are happy people and there's so much benefits with happiness and knowing how to manage our emotions so when working through this idea of being extraordinary the highest question to ask yourself is for what purpose and it looks like this when you're about to do something ask yourself for what purpose like even a goal you're like okay I'm gonna lose weight for what purpose and then you'll give yourself an answer like always answer yourself and then keep asking yourself over and over until you can't go anymore you might do it five times you might ask yourself the question 10 times 20 times and you might get a different answer every time and you'll see every answer will actually be more up leveled that's what you'll notice and once you get to the highest point where you're like, that's, that's my answer, I keep answering the same thing over and over again in the same way, that's when you know you've found for what purpose, the purpose that you are achieving your goal for. So try it out. I really would love you to do that. So that wraps up number four, which is action. And then the final trait of extraordinary people, according to Joe Navarro, is psychological comfort. What a great term. He defines psychological comfort as a state where our biological and emotional needs and preferences are met. 
it's the foundation of our mental and physical health, basically. And if you really think about it, it's what I call being unshakable. It drives everything. It drives our choices when it comes to everything in life, like relationships, career, and even influences the things that we buy, like the brands that we buy, the the types of cars that we drive. It's where self-mastery, observation, communication, and action all join forces. And as a final quote from Joe, he says, it's simple. In the 21st century, whoever provides the most psychological comfort wins. Oh, I read that and I was like, it is so true. It is so true. And it's the reason why I've taken you through these traits and wanted to talk to you about being ordinary versus extraordinary. If the entire planet chose to focus on these five things, the world would be a different place. And ordinary would not be seen as boring or underachieving like we seem to think about it these days. Ordinary would actually be extraordinary for someone who is self-aware, compassionate and giving each other psychological comfort. That, my friends, would be a true win for everybody. It's why I show up and help people build their confidence and show them that it's possible for them to achieve their goals. I'm literally changing one person at a time. And if you're listening to this, I hope I'm changing you too for the better. If you're ready to do this work, I'm here to support you. I love supporting people on this podcast. I love supporting people in my coaching practice. And I can see that I'm making a difference. And that, my friends, is my purpose. It's to help others see what's possible for them as well. And because I know that the 21st century is just bloody busy. I know that we are, you know, living in a busy time. We've got lots going on. And so I've got something for you today. And it's a new download that I've created. It's a free PDF that will help you find time for things that matter in your life. It might be just these little moments for working on yourself. It might be practicing communication differently. It might be learning to play the piano that you've always wanted to try. So no matter what it is, If you're dreaming about it, then it's for you and I want to help you figure out how to find the time to start doing it because if you don't start doing things, well, it's never going to (laughs) happen because time is always passing by, my friends, and don't let another five years or, you know, even just one year go past without committing to working on that goal. I've put all the details in the show notes, so go and download it today and let me know how you go. And if no one else has told you today, I've been inspired by Mel Robbins this week, I'm going to be that person today. I'm going to tell you that you are amazing and you are making the changes that you want to see in the world. And for that, I'm proud of you. You are already extraordinary and I hope you can see it too, because my friends, you are. Okay, so that's it from me. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.